Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 531. And today, I'm excited because we're going to do another one of those passion project calls. And if you don't know what that is, uh, probably around a month, month and a half ago now, I announced in an email that I was going to be doing some of these passion project calls. And what they are is uh, some of the listeners have called in and uh, and they've talked about a project that they would love to turn into a business or something that they're excited about or passionate about, or they just got a lot of ambition to do this business, but they don't really know where to start or they wanted me to kind of brainstorm with them out loud. So that's kind of what we're doing here on these calls. So today, what we're going to be talking about is how to take a business idea and turn it into a brand. And uh, after I got off this call, I got to be honest, every call that I've done so far, I walk away saying like, wow, there is a ton of golden nuggets in there that just happen as you're going through this process. And this conversation is exactly the type of conversation I would have with you or anyone that I'm sitting down with at the coffee shop and we're just we're just thinking out loud like we're just brainstorming about your idea, your market, different angles that we can approach the market, um, how we can build the brand, what are your strengths, what are the things that you need help on, what is the right direction for you personally to build this brand. So uh, that's exactly what we did here with Danielle, and I'm really excited for you guys to hear this because it was awesome, and I think you guys are going to get a ton of value from that. Now, before we do jump into that call, I've got a couple of uh, a couple of things I want to I want to let you guys know. Number one, you've been hearing me talk a lot more about brand building, and that is not going to stop. That's going to continue. Now, on Wednesdays, I've been posting on YouTube, only on YouTube, these whiteboard videos. They're kind of like what I'm calling whiteboard Wednesdays because what I'm doing is I'm jumping in front of my whiteboard in my office and I'm really diagramming out some of these brand building concepts and how everything kind of fits together. So while you're listening today, there might be some things that you're not sure of. You're going to want to go check that out because that will really fill in a lot of the blanks because that's what I'm doing. I'm going through this entire process just like this call and I'm trying to illustrate it more uh, visually, all right? And that's being done on YouTube on the Amazing Seller uh, channel. So if you want to check that out, head over to theamazingsellertv.com, all right? So theamazingsellertv.com or you can just go to theamazingseller.com forward slash YouTube. Either one will take you to that channel. All I ask is that you subscribe to the channel so that way there you're notified when uh, when I post a new video. And then also comment and let me know, is there something that's not making sense? Is there something that you want me to draw out on the on the whiteboard? And I can do that on a whiteboard Wednesday. Branding build or brand building tips is what I'm kind of calling it. All right. So uh, something I'm I'm doing right now, not sure if I'm gonna continue unless you guys tell me you want me to keep doing it. If you do, then I'll keep coming back and, and doing these. All right. So definitely check that out. The other thing is if you're brand spanking new and you're like Scott I don't even know what market I want to go into then I would recommend our training over at product discovery bootcamp this is really the foundation piece of starting a brand from scratch or expanding your current brand and really widening the net all right so if you are at that stage then I would definitely recommend product discovery bootcamp and you can find that by heading over to the amazing forward slash bootcamp again that's the amazing forward slash bootcamp, all right? And one last thing, if you want to download the show notes, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 531, all 
all right? So I'm going to stop talking so you can sit back and relax and listen very closely to this brainstorming session that I did with Danielle and all of the things that we talked about that she's going to implement and really where she should start and what she should be doing moving forward. All right, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cool. So why don't you, um, why don't we do this? Why don't you kind of, uh, I guess just take me through like even your, the email that you sent me a little bit of the background and then we can kind of dig into this topic so we can kind of give you a plan moving forward. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so I started selling online about a year ago, uh, mostly RA and OA retail mm-hmm. arbitrage and online arbitrage. Then I moved on to wholesale Okay. and uh, now I have one private label product, but I'm looking to obviously expand that. Um, so, you know, just doing sales arbitrage and wholesale at first to, sure. to understand the ins and outs of the platforms. Um, my niche is in the arts and crafts area. So it's okay. mostly more, more so in paper crafting. Okay. And I know there's definitely a market out there. I did the research. There's tons of, uh, Facebook groups, Instagram celebrities, um, the, the, most of the online social media presence in this niche are artists that create their own products and mm-hmm. they sell them. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking, or my end goal is to really have my own brand with uh, some of my own private label products, as well as selling some of the, um, the small business artists that create these products I mean, they want to focus more on content and their creativity. They don't really want to focus too much on the business, but obviously they have to make a living. So that's where I would maybe on my e-commerce platform, I could sell some of their products as well. So not not only my brand, but some of the other uh, small business owners as well. Yeah. So really, if I'm hearing you correctly, it's almost like you wanting to build your own platform, your own audience. and people that would follow you and then you could you could be the one that recommends someone else's product which then you would leverage their audience they would leverage yours yep exactly something like that okay yep. now so let me ask you this question though before we go any further so are you looking to be the face of the brand i i i am i probably am okay i was thinking if it would be make sense for somebody else but i think you know i'm okay with being the face of the brand okay and then being the face of the brand is this something that you actually enjoy doing yes yes okay. that is something yep okay and, and one thing i should also point out i am not artistic okay. so i have a it risk and compliance background and zero artistic ability but i really enjoy that niche and and that hobby so um, in order to make my products, I would probably outsource designers, which there's, you know, they're out there. There's tons of them out there. Sure. So um, whatever product I want to make and I need a design, I would outsource someone to make me a design to put it on my product. But I really would enjoy the business aspect of this uh, hobby. Okay. Uh, but is it something like if you are, I'm just thinking content wise, like if you were like, you don't have to be the expert in my opinion, you have to be the person that's kind of figuring out this thing. So like, for example, if, uh, you know, if I was going to be, I don't know, scrapbooking or whatever, like I'm going to learn like different techniques and stuff. And as I learn them, I'm going to then say, you know, on a video or on a piece of content, you know, this is a new technique that I learned. I'm going to try it out today, see how it works, whatever. So it's kind of like, I'm going to be documenting the story along the way. If I'm not already the expert. 
that and that's a good point too because and I was thinking that could kind of be my sub niche in this area like mm -hmm. I don't have that background so it's the arts and crafts or the paper crafting scrapbooking for the person that doesn't have that design experience but mm -hmm. really enjoys it so because the 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 social media that I see in this area they're really good artists so mm -hmm. it's um, I haven't seen anyone that's just you know not in that art background, doing a good job at it or showing, oh, these are the tools, you know, that are helped me with this hobby because I don't have that background or experience. Yeah. And I don't think you have to be the artist. I'm, I'm looking at it like, you know, just, I don't know, a mom that wants to, uh, you know, create scrapbooking stuff for their kids. Um, they, they're really doing scrapbooking a lot of times because they're not artistic maybe, and they want to be able to use artistic components that they buy that they kind of just piece together. And it's another way for a lot of times just the gathering, right? It's like some people have scrapbooking parties and, um, you know what I mean? So I don't think you have to be the artist. I think you could, you could find the artists that create the stuff for you and then you can bring that to the audience. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. you could be the one that's kind of like creating these things that you can't really make, but you found the best and you've created things that you can maybe, uh, maybe even visualize, but then you can bring it to where someone's like, well, here's a stencil, right? Like, yeah. I don't know how to draw this thing, but I created a stencil to kind of help me cheat a little bit and, and yeah. make it. And that's, I mean, a lot of times that's what I'm seeing. I mean, I even see the other market, which is another big one. Um, and my, my wife's cousin does it a lot, makes like handmade cards and there's like uh -huh. die cutters and like all of these different tools. And she's telling me like the amount of time that she spent doing it. Now that doesn't mean that she's like cutting them out by hand. She basically bought some type of punch or whatever. Um, and a whole bunch of things. There's even this roller thing that kind of, you know, kind of like embosses the edge. And she did like 150 for a wedding, like yep. insane, but she yeah. wanted to do it. It was important to her, but again, she bought all the components. Now she could, if she wanted to, she doesn't, but if she did, she's totally, she's been into that for five or six years she could document all of those different things and just have an overhead camera of her kind of putting together a card. And that's like, that's a piece of training, right? It's like, here's how you do this. This is the components. And then you're just the one going to be selling the components. Yeah. So I don't and think you, so yeah, I don't think you need to be the artist. Okay. Yeah. And there's so much content out there that you can do with it as well as digital content. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a ton that you can just, you know, have free printables yep. or yeah. um, other items. Yeah. The digital side of things too is, is huge. Like you said, you could have templates. Um, you can have those things, like you said, printables. You also, um, you also could have even like a how to course, right? Like that, mm -hmm. you know, teaching someone how to, you know, I don't know, make cards, um, because someone's into cards and instead of them going out and finding like all of these different pieces to kind of put together, you have it like, you know, this, it could be a small course. It could be something that's like a $37 product, almost like an ebook. And then maybe you have videos that then you would upsell to a $97 training and someone that's into it, they're going to, they're going to pay for that. Um, yep. I'll give you an example. Uh, my wife, we got a new dog, uh, a new puppy. And you know, my wife's all about training her right now. And my, my oldest daughter has a German shepherd and she paid like a thousand dollars for a trainer to have help her. Cause she wanted to be, um, uh, a dog, uh, what is it? Uh, when they're, um, it's, they, they assist, uh, people. I forget what it's called now. It's, I'm drawing a blank, but basically, um, someone, someone else, I think she was yelling at me. 
it's basically um, a, a dog that can basically aid in the What is it? A therapy dog. There she oh, is. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so you have the therapy dog. Um, so she was kind of looking into this whole thing. My daughter wasn't spending $1,000. Now my wife, not sure she's going to do therapy thing, but she definitely wants to have the dog trained. So you could spend $1,000 having a trainer um, or you can go buy a digital product, which she did, by the way, last night. Um, and it started off as a $37 ebook and then it turned into a training that she spent 97 bucks. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was boom, boom. And it was like, yep, that's exactly how it works. They're doing a good job. Um, so even with this, it could be like, here's the $37 product that can help you do X, Y, and Z. And then on the back end of that, you have video training of an overview or an overhead camera showing all of the different steps that are taught inside the book in written form. Yeah. So there's a ton that you can do, but obviously we're not there yet, but these are things that whenever I'm looking at like a brand that you could possibly build, are there these other components that could be rolled out in the future? Absolutely. You could totally reach out to um, people in the space that have products of their own, and then you could be an affiliate for their product, right? Mm -hmm. You might not even create the digital product right off. You might partner with someone or not even be a partner. You're in a sense, a partner, if you're an affiliate and they have an affiliate commission of 50%, they have a product that's hundred, you make 50 and you don't even create the course. You just have the audience. Yeah, exactly. So, so for you, it's I about the audience. Yep, I think, and all, all the the points that you point, I think it's there's an endless opportunity of the different aspects in building the brand. So I think this is a good area to get into. So where do you see yourself starting? Because um, I just went over like this whole thing. It's kind of fresh to me, like where I just um, where I was just on another call like this. Um, where are you most comfortable? Like if you're going to be the face, if you're going to be showing things, and I think in this space it will be video doesn't have to be, but a video would definitely work well. What, what type of content do you feel most comfortable creating? I think that's always a, a good question to ask. I, I, video wise, I guess it would be trying out new products or not new products, but products, um, and evaluating them so that the audience can see. Cause a lot of times I'll do that. Like before I go buy something, mm -hmm. I'll look up a video for that to see, you know, the show, the smoothness of the pen or, mm -hmm. um, the, the texture of the paper, it just in, in fine details so that it's something where I can make a decision based on that video. Cause especially if it's an online purchase where you can't touch and feel the product, yeah, then I, I think those are really um, important videos to have. That's really good. I, I actually like that a lot. So, and it's really not a lot of pressure, right? Because all you're doing is reviewing products or unboxing them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also like talking about the stroke of the marker or, you know what I mean? Or the pen or the pencil and the shading and, um, the quality of the punch. And, and yeah. the other cool thing with that, it's a really good idea. The really, the other cool thing with that is then you have all of these different products that you're not necessarily going to private label right now. You might in the future, but right now you're not going to. So you can start to get some of that search traffic, especially on YouTube for those types of um, tools, right? That are being used. And you know, if someone's looking for that tool, they're probably a scrapbooker or they're probably someone that's into the arts and craft, whatever. Um, so by you being able to put those major names in there, you know, of some type of tool that people are searching for, and then they see, you know, watch this before you buy, right? Um, yeah. 
And for you, it's not a lot of pressure because all you're doing is simply talking about what you like and what you don't like about it. And then, oh, by the way, you know, in the description down below, I've got all the links there. And yes, I am an affiliate for, for these products through Amazon. And, you know, you would, you know, buy me a cup of tea or whatever. And then from there, people could go through there and you could immediately be an affiliate for those products as well and, and start to get some revenue coming in that way. Yep, absolutely. You know, so that's a great first step, I think, for you. Um, I would always start, though, too, with a blog. I think you need a blog as your home base. Um, and uh, depending on, uh, you know, uh, when people are listening to this, they're going to hear me say that a lot. I think the home base of any brand is a blog. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason is, is because it's kind of like the placeholder for all of your content. Um, and when you're thinking about it, if you kind of drew a picture and you had like a circle in the middle, a pretty good size circle, like that's your that's your brand, but that's also your blog. And your blog to me is a website right? In your blog, yeah. you can, you can bolt things onto that, but your blog really is housing all of your content. So if you have a YouTube channel, you're going to create that YouTube video, which you're going to get searched there, but then you can also take that video point, uh, point the link inside that YouTube description over to your blog, which will also give you some link juice. We call it in the SEO world, um, coming from YouTube, which is an authority site over to your blog, which isn't really an authority site at this point. Mm-hmm. And then you get some of that, um, that's those signals in a sense that are coming from a higher authority site. So that'll help with search. Also, you get to now do a recap or transcription or someone to just do uh, like notes or whatever. Um, And then that will give that post a video that you embed from YouTube. So that also gets a little bit more of a signal. And then also you get to have a blog post, which is its own piece of property, which is, which is really the, the same content, just in a written form or a summary. And then, um, and then you're going to start to get some unique traffic coming from Google. Okay. That's a good point. I, uh, I'm not a writer, but if I have a video, I think that's because my struggle with the blog was, okay, what kind of content would mm-hmm. I be able to produce? But that's a good point with the video. Just make it a recap. That's it. Or, uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, honestly, there's, um, there's a couple of, of platforms out there. Um, one is called Rev. Um, and that is a transcription service. And I think they're about, oh gosh, I think they're a dollar, a dollar a minute. And then there's another, there's another one that's run by them as well. And it's cheaper. Um, but it's, um, less accurate. Um, and I say less accurate, it's like 90% accurate. Um, and I, I'm drawing a blank. I will link it in the show notes and I'll get you that, um, while, uh, you know, or when, when we get off here, I'll get you that. Actually, here it is. It's translation, um, transcription, captions, translation per word, translate documents. Oh no, that's just the documents. Yeah. There's another service. I'll get it here before, before we end here. Um, but Rev is, is one that's really, really good. Like, like you wouldn't have to do like any editing probably. Um, but there's another service that will be, uh, about 90%. You'd have to go in and just clean it up. Okay. And I think that one's like 10 or 20 cents a minute. Um, so there's a way to get around that is what I'm saying. Right. So for, if you did a 10 minute video at worst, it's going to cost you 10 bucks. Okay. Right. And then you get that repurposed content over on your blog and over time that will start to get crawled by, you know, the, you know, the bots and stuff on Google. And then from there, you'll start to get indexed for those. Plus you're getting those, those links that are being pointed from, a high authority site, YouTube over to 
your blog. And then the same thing on your blog, you can point over to your YouTube video, which you're naturally going to be doing if you embed that video. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're just going to take that code that they give you. It's a little piece of snippet code and you just basically copy that over into your blog post and it populates that video. It basically feeds it in and, and then they can play it either there or they can click over to YouTube. Okay. And this way here, you're getting two pieces of real estate for one piece of content. Yeah. Right. Um, so I would definitely say that, but I would start like home base. Like you got to always think home base, like YouTube, you don't own the blog mm -hmm. you own as long as you keep paying the hosting. Okay. Right. So your blog is really, to me, a placeholder. It's the home base. So when you do YouTube, things are going to point over to your, to your blog. If you did Pinterest, you're going to point it over to the blog. If you do Facebook, you're going to point it to the blog. Everything is going to point back. Okay. Right. Yeah. And as you do that, uh, again, I wouldn't do it all. I would start with YouTube probably in your space um, because there's a lot of how-to stuff there and people that are searching, like you said, unboxing stuff or how does this how does this paper look out of the box? How does this you know tool work out of the box? Um, and then from there, you know you're going to start getting um, you know traffic, but then also you can embed that over on Google, which or your blog, which will get Google traffic. Yeah. Yep. Um, so the other thing I would do is I'd go to YouTube where to start. Cause I always get the question, well, what content do I start with? I'd go to YouTube and I would start typing in how to scrapbook and then let it fill in. Oh, okay. Right. So good. how yep. to, you know, um, the other one I would do, uh, let me see here real quick. I'll do this kind of on the fly. Uh, so we can kind of see just an example of what this would look like. So if I went to YouTube, and just again, all I'm doing is typing in how to starting with how to, and this will also a lot of times lead me over to, um, to some other stuff. I'll show you here in a second, or I'll explain how to, and I'm just going to put in a scrap book, scrap, um, book for beginners, how to scrapbook for kids, how to scrapbook for boyfriend, how to scrapbook photo mm. album, how to scrapbook like Poppy. I don't know what that means. How to scrap uh, <laughs> scrapbook journal, um, how to scrapbook with cricket, um, how to scrapbook flowers, how to scrapbook trolls. Um, so, you know what I mean? Or the other thing I would do is let's say I just put in scrapbooking. Okay. And then it's going to say scrapbooking made simple, scrapbooking for beginners, scrapbooking ideas, scrapbooking tutorials. So let's say scrapbooker for beginners. I type that in and then I would put, hit the space bar and it would say scrapbooking for beginners layout, scrapbooking for beginners video, scrapbooking for beginners kit, scrapbooking for beginners, uh, scrapbooking tutorials for beginners. So let's say I went scrapbooking for beginners layout. I click on that and I see this one girl has 213,000 views in two years, beginner scrapbooking, basic tools and supplies. Uh, there we go. All right. 213,000 views in two, in two years. So what I do is I click on, on her video. I see she's only got 8,900 subscribers by the way. All right. So that's a good thing. So here's the other thing I look at. If I went to her channel and this video that's got 213,000 views, I also seen that she has a hundred thousand subscribers. I'm like, well, that's why she's got 200,000 views because she's got a huge following. Mm -hmm. She's only got under 9,000 subscribers Okay. in the YouTube world. That's small. Yeah. Right. So I look at that as an opportunity. I go, okay, she basically is showing up for scrapbooking for beginners layouts 
but um, beginner scrapbooking basic tools and supplies is actually what she is ranking for, which is interesting. Um, if I go to her, um, if I go to her description now down below, she's got my printer. And so she must be using a printer that she's telling people to do printouts or printables. And she gives an Amazon associates, a link affiliate link for a Canon Pixia MG 7520. Mm -hmm. All right. And then she's got subscriptions, uh, kit, and then she's got click kits, uh, some other kit, um, club scrap club. So all these are different, like, I guess, subscription kits, um, and then she just starts to talk about my story kit I showed from the store. So she said, there's must be another video that she did, um, paper trimmers, replacement blades, scissors, mm. all of that stuff she's putting in here. Right. Yeah. So this video is driving a lot of sales. So now the next thing I would do and the name of her channel is life with, with, um, Evie, it looks like. Um, so it's not even scrapbooking focused. Um, I'm going to go to her channel and, it looks like if I go to her videos, I'm going to her. And again, I'm just thinking out loud here as I'm doing this. Um, so I go to her videos and then in her videos, I'm looking at she, her last video is two months ago. Okay. And it's got 698 views. Okay. So not terrible, but not great. Again, showing me she's got 9,000 people that are subscribed. Um, a handful are still watching her stuff, but she got traction on that one video. If she was capitalizing on that to drive that traffic, um, back to her YouTube channel and gaining subscribers, she would build this scrapbooking, you know, channel. Um, but she's got a whole bunch of different stuff on her channel. It's not just scrapbooking. Do you think it, um, frequent frequency matters more or relevance? Relevance. Um, I think relevant. And then I also think though, definitely on a consistent basis. So I think it really does play together. I think if you're going to commit to YouTube, I think it's got to be at least once a week. Okay. Um, and I think it needs to be consistent and I would try to do it on the same day. Um, and the reason is, is because then when you do get subscribers, they're going to know that there's a new training or a new video coming out next Wednesday. Okay. So anytime you can have it, like my podcast is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. People look forward to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My downloads yeah. are always bigger on those days. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They've been trained that that's the days that it goes live. Um, now on YouTube, I'm starting to play around with that myself. I haven't focused on YouTube for three years on, on, uh, the podcast. Um, I'm going to start now actually in the next, you know, month or so. Um, and I'm going to be really coming up with content that's specifically for YouTube. Um, before I was just taking my podcast and putting it up there and, you know, just by chance I got 20,000 subscribers, mm -hmm. right? So that's great, but I know that I'm not even scratching the surface. So now I'm going to focus on consistency, but also about, creating content that is for that platform. Mm -hmm. So video, not just audio is for YouTube, right? Um, so in your case, I would say, yes, relevancy would be, I wouldn't have a channel that you just talked about everything. I would have your channel that's focused on, you know, whatever it is, right? And in this yeah. case, we're talking about scrapbooking. So if that was it, you're going to be the ultimate resource on YouTube for scrapbooking, right? Okay. Or I, I whatever. And what would you say the duration of the video? Like, what's the best? I know super long is no good, yep. but um, under 10 minutes or yep, five yep. minutes. There's to me, there's really no, um, hundred percent hard stop, but, um, and again, this is funny cause I just gave the same advice to, um, Lori who I just had on, um, is when, when you're shooting a video, you don't want it to be a whole bunch of stuff in one. I'd rather break that up into mini videos. So if you are going to give um, like a scrapbook layout tutorial, let's say, I would make it so there's three scrapbook layouts that you're going to be showing, right? So um, 
whatever, three scrapbook layouts, um, you can, you can, uh, use for your next, whatever, right. Your next party. And then you jump on. And the very first thing you're going to do is you're going to, you're going to tell them exactly what you're going to share with them. So it's not going to be any, any small talk. It's not going to be like, you know, any, any small talk at all in the beginning. It's going to be hook. So the hook is, you know, Hey, thanks so much for stopping by today. We're going to be covering the three scrapbook layouts that I love. And I think you're going to love as well. So stay tuned. I'm going to share those with you next. And then boom, you're going to maybe have like a little bumper there or a little, a little splash screen that might just have your logo, your branding, whatever. Three seconds. Okay. Like four seconds tops. And then boom, you're back. And then it's like, all right, so today what I want to do is I want to jump into, um, you know, scrapbook layout number one. Here it is. This is why I like it. This is how you can do it. Now let's jump into two. Same thing here. Let's jump into three. Here it is. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm always learning new scrapbook layouts. I'm going to be bringing more of these to the channel. I would definitely recommend you subscribe to the channel because every Wednesday I come out with a new one and, uh, and this way here, you'll be notified. Do me a favor, click that little bell also. So this way here, you get notified when I go live if, if I do. Um, and then just say, um, and you know, one other thing that I always do, I try to do is say, and do me a favor. If you found this helpful, or if you have any scrapbooking layouts that you want to share, drop them in the comments and I'll try to, you know, go ahead and do some of those in the future. I'd really like to hear from you. And that's it. So it's like hook, a little bit of branding, very little, and then content, and then maybe a comment ask. So this way here, you can get that engagement going and then subscribe. And then thanks a lot for stopping by. See you in the next video. Okay. So it's like short, sweet, bite-sized, little snackable pieces. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. Cause, and then the cool thing is, and actually I just, I actually hired a YouTube guy to come on. Um, he's actually going to be coming on the podcast, but I hired him to actually look at my channel, um, and kind of give me some tips and I'm actually going to have him on to kind of help everyone else, um, and kind of share what, what he was kind of sharing with me. Um, but you know, he was talking about too, is like whenever you can have a playlist, uh, create a playlist that might have three or four additional videos that would go well with that first one. So this way here at the very end of the video, and again, this is like a whole YouTube training that we would have to probably do. And I'll probably have a whole podcast and maybe even a YouTube video that I'm going to share. But basically on the end screen, they have an end card, they call it now, where mm -hmm. basically for 20 seconds, you can have other videos that are related that are yours come up and your subscribe button. Oh. Okay. So at the okay. very, at the very end, you might be like, you know, Hey, thanks so much for, uh, you know, spending some time with me today. If you want more scrapbooking layout tips, I've got more right on this page right now. You'll probably see a video pop up, go ahead and click it and you'll watch the next video for the, for other scrapbooking layouts. And then this way here, they'll click on that. The minute they click on that, they're going to be then put into your playlist. Well, the cool thing about your playlist is now they're not going to see all of the competitions videos. They're only going to be yeah. seeing yours in the playlist. And if they watch one, it'll automatically go to the next and then it'll automatically okay. go to the next. So what that does is it keeps people watching your stuff, but it also gives YouTube, um, the analytics that people are watching your stuff for a long period of time. Okay. And because of that, that helps you rank on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So they, those auto, like, um, I know when I go on Netflix mm -hmm. and I watch, I can yep. binge watch a series exactly. without getting up for about three yep. days. Yeah, exactly. It's the same idea. We want to keep them, um, binging your content for as long as possible. Um, and again, if you just follow that, that formula, it's like hook and then a little bit of branding and then content 
maybe get a little bit of engagement, ask them to subscribe, and then watch the next video, you know, um, and then that's it. Like, just follow that. And like I said, if you have like a whole bunch of stuff you want to share, just try to chunk it down into bite-sized pieces that might be five minutes, seven minutes, whatever. Um, but there's not really like, it has to be five minutes or it has to be eight minutes. Just give people what they came there for and then Mm -hmm. sprinkle in some calls to action of how they can subscribe. Also, if you have links that you're going to be sharing, say, you know, and guys, to make it easier for you, I actually included the links that I discussed in this video down below in the description. Okay. Like that's it. Um, and then that way there, you can always change that stuff out if things changed or any of that. Um, so really it's a very like simple, but you know, targeted call to action. So in this case, when I was doing the research scrapbooking for beginners layouts, like that's one that, um, that came up. I think how to's is is really a good way to start though, for like base content. Like, so how to, if I go in scrapbooking, um, let me go back how to scrapbook for beginners. Like that's like number one, right? Like that's like an easy one. Now she's popping up for that again, page one. Okay. For that. Now there's another one, 123,000 views and her name is crafty Angie. So do we think she's a little bit more targeted? Probably. So, and hers is scrapbooking for beginners tips plus ideas. Okay. So if I'm going to go to hers right now, she's got 15,000 subscribers, Mm. still not a ton. Right. So now if I go to her, um, her full channel, I'm going there now. Um, she is, um, artsy, crafty, DIY lifestyle. You name it. I craft it. Welcome to my planet craft. And let's see when her last video was two years ago. Wow. Okay. So she's not doing it anymore. Yeah. Right. But she's still ranking. She's got videos that are still up there that are driving traffic. But two years ago, this actually would also be someone that I like. So again, thinking out loud here, if I was getting into this space, which I'm not, I'd reach out to her and say, can I buy your channel? Uh. Buy your channel. All she's got to do is just give me the rights and give me, you know, inside access. I change over all my credentials. I own that channel now. Now I've got all these videos that are driving traffic every single day. And then I can start adding to it. It's a seasoned account now. Not saying that that's what you would do, but that's how I think. Yeah. Okay. You know I mean, cause she's not doing anything with it. It's dormant. It's just sitting mm-hmm. there two years old. Like I'm looking at the last video it was two years ago. Um, now some of the videos might not pertain because it's, you know, it's just all crafting stuff. It might not be scrapbooking, but having a seasoned channel sometimes is a great way to kind of get a head start or add another, another thing, uh, to your, you know, your outside traffic sources. Um, but again, I'm, the only reason why I'm saying that is because I stumbled on this. I didn't think I was going to stumble on it where she wasn't doing it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. but a lot of her videos have like maybe, um, two, 2000, 3000 views. Um, that one has the most, I think. And the other thing you can do, I don't know if you're aware of this, but if you sort by most popular, mm-hmm. you can sort on the channel by most popular videos and then it'll give them to you in order. Okay. So in this case, it's the, that is the top video for her scrapbooking for beginners tips plus ideas. And then she's got her next one has got 114,000 views. It's my, uh, polymer clay tools, supplies and storage, 2015, um, DIY Sharpie galaxy shoes, um, 89,000 3d perler bead popsicle keychain tutorial, 40,000. Um, you know, so there's all of these different, um, all of these different things that she's done, but it kind of shows you 
what are the top ones that she's created. Now, what I was really looking for was if it was something that someone that was doing scrapbooking, um, then I would have found other scrapbooking videos that they created that were doing well. So I would have just kind of seen, they would have did the research for me. Yeah. Yeah. In, in a sense. So if I go back to that, let me see if who else is showing. I'll do, I'll do one more real quick. Um, again, another beginner scrapbook tutorials, part one. Another thing to do is like part ones, part two, part three. That's good. Um, so this one here is beginner scrapbook tutorials, part one, creating your first layout. This is eight years ago, 451,000 views. <laughs> okay. And that one there, they've got 107,000 subscribers. Okay. And that, well, okay. This is a major one. This is scrapbook.com. Oh, yep, okay. yep. So anyway, I would piggyback off of that now. So what I would do is I would go to their channel. Okay. And I'm going to look at their channel. And they have they have guest uh, posts is what they do. That's how they do it. Um, so then I would go to their videos, their video tab. And then I would sort by most popular. And then from there, I would look at all the ones. So... Um, yeah. So beginner scrapbooking tutorial, that's the first one. Then scrapbooking, um, part two, basic tools and supplies. Um, part five was actually the next one that had the most 160,000, um, album creation. Um, then there's, uh, another, a die, a crop a dial. It looks like, I don't know what that is. It's some type of tool, 126,000 views, uh, memory keepers, um, cinch looks like another tool. Uh, there's part four, finding inspiration. So how do you find inspiration for scrapbooking? That was part four. That was, uh, 117,000. Um, so yeah, that again, what I'm doing is all I'm doing is going through and trying to identify, um, what, what topics I, I could create. So would you, would, do you think that getting that social media presence is more important in the beginning than finding the products? For the yeah. private label. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think I would stress on the private label side unless you were like, all right, this is a hundred percent the market I'm going into. Um, what are the three to five products that they are buying right now? And then maybe you start with one or two of those, but yet you also have content that you're creating that you're using that one or two or three products. Okay. Because then you can kind of sprinkle that in. And be like, hey, I'm going to be doing this, this new layout uh, tutorial today. I'm actually using you know, my new tool that I actually created because I was so frustrated in the market. They, they didn't make it that worked like this. It was always doing this. I made mine do this. If you're interested, you can check out the link in the description down below. But here's what I'm going to do in this tutorial. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Okay. So I just sprinkled that in without it being, um, you know, without being overly salesy. I'm still giving okay. them content. The other thing is, is if you're going to do that, and I think anyway, regardless if you're going to be launching right away a private label product, um, you want to probably be building an email list in this space so you can then let them know, number one, who you are and why you're doing what you're doing, but then also you're able to drive that traffic to your content. Okay. Okay. So, and I mean, for this, mar well, in this market, but this isn't necessarily 100% your market, but for if it was a scrapbooking market, I would do like the ultimate scrapbooking toolkit. Right. And I'd give that away $150 value. And I, I would target, um, women and probably that had scrapbooking interests and that might be ages from 30 to 60. Right. And I would target them on Facebook and I would throw that ad in front of them that basically would say, you know, we're giving away this ultimate scrapbooking kit. 
you know, enter your, your name and email address to win it. And then I would do that for 30 days, build an email list up thousand people, 3000 people. And then the, um, the first email to those people would be, Hey, thanks so much for signing up. I wanted to take a minute to introduce myself and to, uh, you know, share my scrapbooking story with you something like that. And that's a way for you to then introduce yourself and also then say, you know, yes, you just signed up for this thing, but I'm going to be creating some really awesome content for you in the future. If there's anything that you want me to create, let me know. Okay. So this way here, we're able to take that again, blog is home base. YouTube is we're able to demonstrate and show whether it's unboxing, whether it's tutorials, whether it's, you know, um, advice, whatever it is. And then from there, the email list will will allow us to drive traffic to the blog, but also to the YouTube, um, and then also get people to consume it. Okay. You know. So again, there's a lot of different components, but if you break it down, it's like blog, home base, YouTube is going to be where people are searching right now for visual stuff. You're going to give them that, but you're going to take that content and post it on the blog because why not? You have it and you'll start getting some SEO um, benefits from that. And then the email list is really there to, to for you to kind of speed up the process where you don't have to just wait on organic you know, traffic. You can almost pay for the email list so that way there you can start to talk to people that are interested in your space and then start to be known as... Um, either the expert or the person that's learning along the way that's sharing you, sharing with you my journey. Do you, does, do you think it matters so much that like in my, let's say I have a Shopify store with mm -hmm. a couple of my own branded products, as well as some other small artist products, does it matter the amount, like, should it be more heavy on my branded products or it doesn't really, that doesn't really matter. I don't think that really matters. And yeah. as long as you're in, like, now you're starting to kind of move into another direction, um, that's going to start to become more than what you have. Okay. It's just in the beginning, it's like you have more stuff over on that side because that's what you've been doing. Yeah. But now you're going to start adding and filling out this side of things. So, I mean, if you have Shopify, you can, you can technically build your blog off of Shopify. Yep. That's, you know what I, mean? I just signed up a couple days ago for Shopify. So mm -hmm. I'm going yeah. to start yeah, you the can, blog. Yeah. You can totally do that um, within that. Um, and then that way there you have your store component already bolted on. You know, okay. so you can kind of, uh, you know, take advantage of that. Um, I, I think for you, it's really about just getting those, getting those core components in place and then mapping out your content and then just executing the content and publishing it and okay. doing that consistently. Um, you don't have to have the entire plan laid out, but I think sitting down not thinking about your, you're going to create the videos today. You're going to just map out what are the topics that are interesting to people that would get you, you know, found the easiest, um, and start with those and then map those out. And I say map them out like bullet point. I'm like, just, you know, this is the topic and these are the three or the five tips you're going to be giving away in that, or this is the product that you're going to be reviewing and showing and demonstrating in this thing. And here's the title. And if you get like four or five of those, you basically batch those. So you'd like sit down for a day and you just uh -huh. knock out those five. Okay. And now you're like five weeks in, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you were feeling like, you know, kind of like excited and you wanted to do more, you could, and you can sprinkle those in, but those wouldn't be your normal, maybe post time. Maybe you're just going to sprinkle in a few because you had time and you wanted to. Okay. Like you don't think you, you only can post once a week. I'm saying 
the minimum would be once a week. Okay. And I would say if you're going to be consistent, commit to once and be consistent on that day. But if you wanted to sprinkle in other ones, that's fine. But just always stay consistent on at least the one day and the once a week. Okay. You know, yeah. um, you know, so yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's a lot of work, but it really isn't if you kind of chunk it down and then you also batch. I'm a big fan of like mapping it out and then, and then rolling up your sleeves and then getting to work versus like, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do today as far as video. And then I'm going to record it and then I'm going to edit it, upload it, all that stuff. It's just, it's too messy. It's better to plan like all of the topics that you're going to do maybe for the next, you know, four or five episodes and then move on to production side. Like let's, let's fire up the camera. Let's get our set situated. Or if we're going to do an over that camera shot, you're going to have to get that set up and, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like it's easier to kind of work through it if you're kind of planned and you can sit down and just kind of get to work. Yeah. Is there a, a good editing tool that you recommend? Um, are you on windows or Mac windows? Okay. Um, on windows there's, I mean, there's a bunch of different ones. There's some free ones out there as well. Um, if you went with like Adobe, I think Adobe products are always good and they have some beginner ones like, um, like for Photoshop, they have elements, um, Mm -hmm. for premiere, I believe they have a, a, a lighter version of that as well. So Adobe premiere is good. The other one is, is you can even use, um, depending on what you're going, cause this one here would allow you to do like screen capture videos too. If you were going to be doing any of that stuff is Camtasia. Um, that's another one. Um, that one there, I believe can do uh, on camera and it can do screen, uh, screen capture. And the reason why I'm saying screen capture, cause I'm not sure hundred percent what you'd be doing as far as like, maybe you're going to walk people through, um, you know, something on your computer screen and you yep, want to record yep. that. Um, Camtasia would do that. Okay. So that would be, that would be my advice. Um, premiere for, um, for windows for Adobe, it's Adobe premiere it's called. Um, and they have a lighter version, I believe. Um, I think you can even get the cloud version now that they have like Adobe premiere and even elements built in. And it's, it's a monthly fee, but it's pretty inexpensive compared to what we used to pay yearly for those. I mean, I was buying Photoshop for like seven, 800 bucks. And then every time it would update, it was another 150 bucks. Oh. Like nowadays it's like, I think like 10 or 15 bucks for, for like a monthly. And it's always up to date and you get storage and stuff like that. So okay. yeah, look into it. Um, I don't think you have to get fancy, um, with, with any of that stuff. And in the beginning, you're, you're going to probably do some of that yourself. If not, you could always go to Fiverr and just mm-hmm. have, have your videos edited for 10 or 15 bucks. Okay. Um, you can always do that too, keeping them simple. Um, cause with what you're doing, I'm sure that in the beginning we can kind of probably keep them, you know, basic, um, and to the point, it's like, like I said, it's like, you're going to be on camera, you know, you're going to talk about what you're going to share with them and then little logo splash and then content, you know, it's really pretty basic editing on that. You don't have to have like high, high quality, like, I mean, you want the camera to be good or, I mean, our phones are pretty much good nowadays. Um, I'd say audio too. If, um, if you're, if you're far away from your phone, you probably want to get, um, some type of, um, external microphone 
that would help with that. If you're close enough to the camera, you're fine. You just don't want to sound, um, audio is a big thing as far as for me is like when you hear a video and it sounds like someone's in a room that's all echoey and stuff and it's hard to hear them. It Mm -hmm. almost makes it sound like the quality's not as good when you can have like less quality on the video side, but better audio. And you automatically think it's better quality for some reason. It's just an audio visual thing. Yeah. You know, um, so that, that's where I would start though. I mean, I would just start going after the, um, the topics that you think are being searched for that you could help and then start building that audience. And I would probably do a giveaway to start building an email list. So you could have that email list that could drive traffic to your pieces of content. Okay. That sounds like a plan. Sound like a plan. It does. It does. Thank you so much. Yeah. Ready to take action. Good, good. So are, I mean, is there some things that I shared with you that you weren't aware of or that maybe brought light to them? You know, it's a good point that you brought up about, I mean, I totally was not even focusing on the YouTube portion and the social media portion. I was so concerned about the products Ah. and getting my Shopify site, but that doesn't matter if no one's going to it. So it's, Mm. um, I think these steps are a better way to start and to bring traffic to my site and bring awareness out there. Yeah. And again, this is a longer play, right? It's like a longer term play. It's a brand building play. Um, now, With that being said, if you know that there's a product that's going to go well in your brand, right, and that you could use in your tutorials, then I say, yeah, start sourcing it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if, even if the competition is a little heavy on Amazon, I'm okay with that because you're going to have more resources to push traffic to Amazon when you want it, when you have the audience that it's not even going to matter with the competition as much. And you can do a whole bunch of other things later. Uh, like, you know, that we've been starting to talk more about is like, you know, the funnel building and all that stuff. There's so much more you can do with that stuff off of Amazon. Once you have your own channel. Okay. So if there's something that you're like, well, that, yeah, there's definitely something here. Like, you know, there's this screwdriver in it, you know, everyone needs it. And, you know, I can make a better version of it and I could then use that in my, in my videos and talk about it. And my email list would, you know, probably want to buy one of these, then yeah, you know, by all means do it. You know, there's no reason not to. Um, but I would say if you're not a hundred percent sure and you're kind of, you know, just kind of feeling it out, then I would kind of start here, I would start here anyway, but I'm saying that could be a secondary thing that you could be working on, um, that you could then have a product that's your own in there. The other thing though, is once you start to do this and you start to get traffic, even if it's getting the email list to get the traffic to your pieces of content, and let's say you're doing an unboxing of some of these tools, you're instantly going to be able to put an affiliate link in there and then possibly get paid from Amazon. Um, even if it's a four or 6% commission, and it's going to allow you that, holy crap, people are actually buying this tool. I should probably make my own. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, good point. So, and, you know, you're you're going to naturally probably get, you're going, you're going to get other affiliate sales, even on stuff that they didn't click through on, because Amazon basically cookies you for 24 hours. So if someone clicks on your affiliate link in one of your blog posts or in your, in your YouTube uh, you know, description and they go there because you, you recommended a screwdriver, but they had a, a $500 camera in, in their shopping cart. You're getting paid for the shopping or for the, uh, for the camera too. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's how it works. So it's the, yeah, it's their, it's their cart. And in and, and fourth quarter, this really adds up because everybody's got their cart stuffed with yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. Right. 
Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean, in, in the new brand, we, uh, you know, we've been averaging around $700 a month extra on just affiliate commissions. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And we weren't even expecting it. It was just like a byproduct. So, um, it's just another thing that, you, again, you can still be offering things. The other thing is too, one last thing is, um, have you ever heard of ClickBank? No. Okay. ClickBank is a digital products marketplace. Okay. Where basically you can go there and you can sell your product there and you can offer it for sale to other affiliates, other people that want to promote it. Um, and you can also promote other people's stuff. So you might want to go there and look at your market on ClickBank and see what digital products are being sold to that market right now. Oh yeah. That's okay? a good one. And okay. then, and then you can start to say, Oh, wait a minute here. People are buying this package of templates or, you know, this, you know, four week training on this or whatever. Right. So now what you can do is you can test that offer with your own content and you can see if people are interested in it. And if they are, you can make your own version. Does ClickBank have a ratings and review system? It's not a ratings and reviews, I don't believe, but they do have, um, I think it's called Gravity. And when you see the Gravity number, um, it'll kind of show you by looking at that, like how well it's selling. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go over there real quick. I haven't been there in a long time. Um, I used to sell actually a couple digital courses on there myself. Um, let's see. So if I go into, I'm going to do something real quick here. So affiliate marketplace, and I'm just going to go there right now. And I'm going to go into, uh, let me go into green products. All right. So in green products, we have new home solar energy system. So basically it's probably teaching you how to build your own. It's a full PDF and video guide on building a compact solar panel system with a survival angled VSL conversion rates. Okay. So it says right here, conversion rates between 5% and 15%. So that means every hundred people that land on their sales page, 5% are converting, which is high. Um, 15% is even higher. Um, so it's giving you that. And then it's giving you the average uh, percentage of sale is 75%. So you would earn 75% commission on that. Um, so basically a $39 commission and the gravity is 40, 48, which, um, which if I remember correctly is pretty good. It's selling pretty good. Um, if it was zero, obviously it wouldn't be selling all that good. Um, so yeah, so you can kind of get an idea. You're not going to know hundred percent. And also you don't know the traffic source. You don't know how they're getting traffic. Um, so you might say, well, it's selling really well, but how are they getting their traffic? They, maybe they have some really targeted traffic. So I wouldn't necessarily go here by saying like, how well is it selling? I'd go more of like, what are they selling? And then I mm -hmm. might even, I might even go through and buy it and see kind of the funnel that they've built to kind of get people to buy. Yeah. And then okay. I, and then I would start to kind of look at that and look at all their components and their sales page and stuff like that. Okay. That's great. Cause I, I, I do want to focus a lot. I think digital products in this area. Oh yeah. It's really big. So, um, that's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. And again, just go, go here and, and do a little search and, and see what you come up with, um, just to get ideas, um, and also potentially promote, you know, depending if it's a good product or not, you'd obviously want to buy it and try it and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you definitely, you probably could do both. Like I said, you could do digital and you could do physical, which I love. Um, but the, the long-term play is really building these assets over time. Um, and that's really what it's about, about building a brand, okay. you know, is building these out. And it starts with those components in my, in my mind, it's like blog, 
you know, some type of outside traffic, YouTube in this case, we're talking about, and then email list. Like okay. that's what we're talking about. And then if you have those components, everything else will be easy. Yeah. Right. Selling product is easy at that point, as long as you've done the right targeting on your email list and you've put out the right content to the YouTube, uh, you know, uh, search engine and Google and all that stuff, you're getting people that are searching for how to, uh, scrapbook or how, you know, what's the best scrapbooking layout or whatever. Right. We know that that's the ideal, you know, potential customer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so is this good? Are you, are you ready yes. to go? All right. I'm ready. Awesome. I'm ready to go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. This has been fun. I mean, it's funny. I've been finding that in doing these, I mean, I, I love doing them, but, um, I just, I find that a lot of similarities are definitely mixed in no matter what the market or what the, the niche is, because, um, you know, if we're looking to build a brand, there's a lot of different components that go into it, but it usually starts with the basics. And in this case, it's, you know, home base and then outside channel. And then, you know, from there, the email list, the email list, obviously we can take that. We can do a whole bunch of other cool things with it later. We can do lookalike audiences and Facebook and all that retargeting, but we're not even going to talk about that. Right. We got to get there first. Yeah. Um, but just know that these are assets that you're building and, and from there you can, you can move on. So as long as you commit to it. And again, I say, give yourself like a time, like, you know, for the next six months, I'm going to focus on this and I'm going to do these three things consistently. Um, to me, I, I don't see how you can't see growth. Yeah. You know? And yeah. And these steps, like you said, I, I can't see how any other niche would not be able to follow these steps. So Mm. I think it's, um, a good plan to go by. Yeah. So let me ask you a quick question. So by me doing this and kind of going through all of these components, there's probably things that I've talked about that you're like, man, I would like to spend a whole session doing just the YouTube Uh training or the blog training. So if I was to create content that was specifically towards those things, would that be useful to you? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Please do it. (laughs) That's what I wanted to hear because I'm going to, I'm going to be actually doing some videos on YouTube myself where I'm going to be doing more of this higher level, not just Amazon focused stuff. Um, so that's what I'm going to be doing and kind of mapping things out. And like, again, if we're going to talk about YouTube, we're going to talk about YouTube best practices and kind of like, like how to optimize your video, how to get it ranked, like all of these things, which we could spend a whole session on just that. Yeah. You know? And I think that would be a good YouTube tutorial, you know, yeah. not only a podcast, but exactly. something you can show us where to click and yep. how to do it. Yep. And even like going here to ClickBank and looking at these, like I'm doing yeah. it here, but you don't see me doing it. Um, mm-hmm. But if I was to show you and show you the things that I'm looking for and it's going to make it helpful for you and anyone else that's following along. So yeah, cool. That was just a little validation for me to know that um, this brand building thing that I'm kind of pivoting into is, yeah. um, is really um, where people want to go and is useful and really being able to break down each chunk, um, I think is critical. Yeah, no, I like the, i like the new direction that you're taking. I awesome. mean, not really new, but just yeah, yeah. a slight, expanding. slight of it. Yeah. We're yeah. expanding and we're not just focusing on the one marketplace and, and launching products on Amazon. We're going to, we're going to kind of do the full, like, let's build a brand like, like this right here. Like if we're having this conversation and you're like, I really want to do this thing, like that would have been the conversation. And now it's like, mm-hmm. all right, before we speak again, like go do this, this, and this, right? Because before yeah. we, we can't do anything else unless we start to build on those things. Um, and that's really what I wanted here. So again, maybe in six months, 
you know, reach back out to me. We can have you back on and we can kind of see where you're at, what you've done, what kind of hurdles you've, you've came across. Mm -hmm. Obviously in the meantime, if you have anything that you want me to, to, you know, answer a quick question or whatever, let me know. Um, even if that turns into maybe me doing a YouTube video, because you had that one question that I know other people will have that maybe I could just map it out on, on a, on the whiteboard or whatever to help you out. Um, I'll be more than happy to do that too. So, so yeah, just, you know, feel free to, to message me and let me know. Great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. All right, cool. So, um, yeah, just keep me posted and, uh, it sounds like you're excited about it. So that's key. And, uh, yeah, just a matter of getting out there and making it happen. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing and, um, I look forward to hearing your success. Thanks Scott. And thank you for all that you do for the community. No, keep it up. No problem. I will. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. All right, Danielle. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks Scott. Take Take care. care. Good luck to you. Bye. Thank you. Yep. Bye. All right. So there you have it. Another great conversation, another great call. I love doing these guys. They, they get me excited for who I'm talking with because there's so much potential out there for all of us to take advantage of. We just have to create our own, you know, our own plan and then go out there and execute it. And hopefully by you listening in on this brainstorming session, it gave you ideas. It gave you things to think about in your own world and in your own situation or your own current brand. All right. So I really, really want you to take what we just discussed and try to apply it to where you are right now or where you want to start. And, you know, maybe right now you're still thinking to yourself, like, I'm not sure of that market, you know, well, you got to do a little bit of digging, right? You have to go out there and figure out what can you get behind or do you have people in your life that you see opportunity in them that they might not see that you can then maybe partner with. There's a lot of opportunity out there, but you have to figure out if uh, if it's something that you could take and build and, and really want to invest the time because when you're building a brand like this, it is going to require time, but the long-term play is really to go out there and build a brand that competition isn't even really going to matter because you're building either your own influence or your own following or just your own email list that you're communicating with and the content that you're creating that will be serving that market. All right. So I just want you to really think about what we discussed here and try to think about your own situation and how you can apply some of this to that. All right. Now, if you want to download the show notes, transcripts, all that stuff, head over to the amazing forward slash 531. Again, I want to remind you on the YouTube stuff that I'm doing over at theamazingsellertv.com. If you go there, you will be directed to that uh, channel, the Amazing Seller channel, but you'll also get all of the brand building tips that I'm posting there and more of a visual. And uh, and I did a video recently, the three pillars um, that all businesses need, um, especially when you're starting. And those three pillars are the foundation. So I think you should definitely go check that one out for sure. All right. So definitely do that. And then the last little shout out I'm going to give to anyone that is just starting is product discovery bootcamp. That is where I would start if you are brand new or if you're trying to expand your brand, because that will help you uncover your market. Okay. Or expand the market that you're in and drill down even deeper. So that's product discovery bootcamp. You can find that training over at the forward slash bootcamp, theamazingseller.com forward slash 
Bootcamp. All right. And if you guys have a passion project of your own and you want to be considered to be on an upcoming show just like this, where you and I can sit down together like we're in the coffee shop and talk about your passion project, your business that you want to build or you want to expand, then definitely email support at theamazingseller.com right in the subject line, passion project. And then just give me a detailed uh, explanation of what you're talking about or as far as what you want to do. And from there, you will be considered for an upcoming show. If it's something that I want to put on the show or, or get together with you, I will reach out to you personally and we will discuss uh, more of the details. All right. So you can definitely do that as well. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.